0: working, testing, testing. Hi, hey, how you doing? I'm good. How you doing? We just got out of watching Endgame. Endgame. Oh, yeah. fuck. I have so much to get off my chest. So freaking much. And was, Okay, so just a real quick overwhelming. thing. This episode is going to be a spoiler-free one. We're just going to talk about our overall thoughts, but we're going to make a spoiler one. Yeah, so feel free to listen with ease of mind. Yeah so this one and even if we do somehow slip up I'll edit it out or I'll bleep it. Yeah. It's kind of like how
1: <laughs> 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 You just w- <laughs> Uh, no no fucking mercy i'll bleep
0: it out don't worry oh my god that was just a joke for us but i'm gonna bleep it out i hope otherwise i'm gonna have some angry people (laughs) oh my god but anyway no spoilers (laughs) for this one besides that joke
1: yeah so everybody just relax enjoy your your coffee i loved it i really loved it i was i loved
0: this movie it was the three hours went by like nothing it did not feel like three hours.
1: It to me, it felt. I, I, to me, it did, but it was like it felt right. It was a good three hours. Yeah, it felt like if they could, if they actually made this two and a half or even two hours in fifteen minutes, then I would have been like, I. This could have been. There could have been more.
0: Yeah. This. If it if it had been the standard uh, two hour, two and a half, or two fifteen, like two hour, it, it would not have been enough.
1: Of course, and the way how I paced it, and then the way how they, the way how they uh had to basically al- align everything to to the final conclusion it's like it had to happen in order to basically set up the entire plot so
0: if you're kind of like on the fence about it i don't know why you would be but uh you know it's it is a it is a marvel film It's Stan- like like standard marvel quality of like graphics and effects it's like well the movie the theater that we saw it at it was just standard so yeah. maybe in like in full IMAX theater it looks even better
1: i i i thought i got the best tickets but i was like twelve dollars per ticket i was like it's fine i just wanted to see the movie it it was good i mean yeah now that we saw it and we know what to expect i'm definitely going to see this again oh yeah i'm definitely gonna i'm gonna buy the the best ticket i'm gonna go to dolby i'm gonna watch this movie several times oh yeah the visuals of this film i highly recommend anybody who hasn't seen it i highly suggest that it's worth your money to pay an extra amount to go see this at the biggest screen you could possibly see it.
0: Uh, when I when I was at work, I did hear a uh, a customer like they were talking about it. Yeah, and uh, they described it as a love letter to the to, like, to Marvel. And watching it, I was like, "Wow, yeah, that's definitely what it is." Like, if you think about it, right? Wow. Yeah, that's. And uh, that's, a good, even, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, even watching it like in the middle of all what was going on, I was like fuck, this is the end. Like this is the final movie. Like oh this is God, this yeah. is what the build up has been. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's, it's standard Marvel film. Uh nothing to. they don't do any experimental stuff like they did with uh like with Ragnarok or Black Panther. It was mm-hmm. an Avengers film through and through and but it was good. It was really and i don't i don't i don't mean but as in a bad thing i mean
1: it's, it's, it's i'm just so overwhelmed with it yeah totally like the like just the even the way how it starts it just throws you in and then yours and it just pretty much pretty much like doesn't have to be like uh okay we're about to recap no it just throws in and it pretty much says you know what already happened you know what this like. You know what you're here for. You you know what you're here for. You already know, you know what happened. You're riding that wave. Now let's ride it and and conclude this. Which is kind of cool thinking about it because it's like you could watch Thor
0: Ragnarok mm-hmm. straight into Infinity War and then straight into Endgame, and it's kind of like
1: a long, like a six hour long movie. Basically, yeah. Like you don't. Yeah, now that I think about it, like you like for for pure continuity sake, in in reality. In order to really be invested in this film, you do have to watch some of the, of uh, the most important of the MCU films to get attached to these characters. Well, yeah, I would say, oh,
0: like honestly, honestly, I would say, watch all of them. At the same time, yeah, because, because if you miss out on one, you miss character development, and course. when you think about it, it's like somewhere in some room somebody was thinking oh man I'd I'd love to make a movie with all these characters and have all these amazing moments but I should probably introduce these characters and build them up of course yeah and watching Endgame you think you're watching and you're like the payoff was incredible it was such a it was such a great
1: payoff oh yeah like and that's the thing like it's like you know who these characters are you've written like people who are a fan of these characters over for throughout the years even way back in the 60s you basically know these characters and you are a big fan of them but and the way how the actors re- uh, uh, per- person- personify these these characters in a unique way it's like getting to know a new friend or something like that and you have to and you learn their highs and their lows and that's when the big the biggest build up it becomes more impactful. So
0: our, you, you know, you know, you and I, we grew up with these films with, you know, uh, 2008. I was maybe, I think I was 14. How old was I?
1: Yeah, I was like 14. I was in the sixth grade. How old how old do you have to be? Like 13, 12? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, I was like 14. You must have been 12. Yeah. Ish. So, you know, that's our lifespan. So from 12 and 14 to 25 and 23. Yeah uh we have a certain experience growing up with these characters and our reactions reflect that what we with what we grew up in i'm i would i'm curious to like anybody that grew up with these comic books like maybe from like the 70s -hmm. from the 80s even like growing up with comic books from the 90s before the mcu was a thing like i'm wondering what their reaction was growing up or living through this era of the Marvel films and then seeing their reaction for Endgame, I would love to hear like what their perspective on it was.
1: Oh yeah. Like um, our mother who is a wonder woman fan, like, yeah, she's not DC. I, I mean, she's not Marvel. I, I'm more aware of that. But when wonder woman came out and I told her and I told my mom, uh, our mom about this, she already told me like, Oh yeah. Like this was like months like, like uh, ahead after the movie came out, she was like, Oh yeah, I saw it. And she really loved it. And, I was always curious because she grew up with that character and she was a really good role model for my mom, for our mother. I mean, it, it made me curious about this. I just, I actually wanted to see how she reacted, um, to, to, to wonder woman. And it's the same, like it, it's, it goes hand in hand with both universes. And yeah, it's like, you guys, I'm using it as an example because of that. Um, and then also. Now that I, and also because of the uh, from the beginning, now that you mentioned it, when it, when we, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "It's just another Marvel movie, nothing new." For like, a game? No, no, no. For uh, for Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie. Oh yeah. Because we were at an era uh, at a point where, you know, some comic book movies were coming out, and there weren't. But none of them
0: were connected.
1: Yeah, none of them. Like they were. Cl- I I, heard, I have. I have heard rumors that they were trying back in the past, but it never worked out, and. It sucks. Like, it could have happened a lot earlier, but, you know, it, it is what for, it is. For legal reasons. For legal reasons, I guess. But, hey, it is what it is. It happened. You can't change it. But I, from that point, I was like, I was happy the way everything was at that time. And then, and now I was like, and to this very day, I'm thinking to myself, I didn't ask for this, but I am so happy that it happened yeah like like i am so like it's a great time to be alive as a comic book fan
0: yeah like walking out of uh endgame i'm like i didn't know i needed that like i just i didn't know i needed this film yeah totally so yeah like same thing with me like uh you know uh spider-man was out uh before that there was like a dare a daredevil movie i think there was a cat woman movie uh, don't I don't want to talk about that. Don't <laughs> that. <laughs> and then like um, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? Ghost Rider.
1: The Dark Knight.
0: Well, Dark Knight is DC, but yeah, same idea. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's but mar- like, but, comic comic books, comic but talking books. about Marvel though, talking about the Marvel films, like the Marvel characters. When Iron Man was out, you know, I didn't know about the um, the legal separation where Sony got some, 21st Century got the other, mm-hmm. and then Marvel got to keep a few. Not knowing that, I just thought, oh, it's just another Marvel movie. But then, was how naive we were. What we were about to get.
1: I wasn't that invested in the Marvel universe as I am now. I didn't even know Avengers was was it like a, an entity of itself in the universe. I wasn't aware of that. I, like, yeah, I knew like, some. I knew these characters would would join together. Every once in a while, but I didn't know it was an organization.
0: Yeah, I was aware of, like, the team-ups every now and then. I had no idea. Like, at that
1: age, I had no idea about what the Avengers were or anything. This was some adventure. I, like, especially back in 2015, after Age of Ultron, I was really excited to hear about Captain America's Civil War because that's like, Marvel's most iconic, iconic uh, story. Yeah,
0: it's, like, the best story before Infinity War,
1: yeah, like, in, in, or, or in, are in you comi- talking? Or in, do you mean in,
0: in the comic books? Both. I oh, mean, okay. the,
1: both in the film. Like, we can talk about the film if you want. But the I, comic I'm, books. I, I'm
0: trying to steer this conversation back into Endgame and talking about Endgame because right now we're just reminiscing. Well,
1: yeah, sorry about that. I'll just reminisce this part real quick. I mean, th- I mean, the comic book. When I heard about that, I was like, and they're making character America: Civil War. I was like, they have to put Spider Man in it. They have to do that. And when I found out that Spider Man was gonna be in the MCU. That to me was the very moment that, you know what, this is good. I'm good with this personally. If they p- add the Fantastic Four and the X Men later on, then that's okay too. I'm I'm all game because to me, Spider Man, I just wanted Spider Man to be teaming up with with Iron Man and Captain America at some point. Yeah, um, I think
0: the, the really the moment that I got invested with um like the the moment I, I became like a comic book. Movie fan was um, kind of like the moment I saw the end credits for Iron Man, because like when we, when we went to see it in theaters, we just left. We we didn't stay for the end credits. <laughs> and then when I heard about the end credits and we finally got it on DVD and yeah. saw it, I was like, "The fuck is going on?" And then as you learned about the build up after watching Avengers, I was like, "Fuck, I'm on board." But um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, back to Endgame. Um, what else to say about it? It was great, yeah. Like what you said earlier, it was great pacing. I mean, obviously, every single movie, there's no perfect movie. So obviously, like if if you think about it too much, Mm -hmm. there's obviously there's plot holes, and you think, oh, why didn't they do this? But, um, go into Endgame expecting it as a Marvel film. Um, it's a fun movie. Uh, obviously. Because after what you see in Infinity War, obviously, there's a lot riding on this movie. So, I mean, go in, have fun, and enjoy it for what it is. It's a Marvel film. It's not perfect, but it is a great payoff for what the buildup has been.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Like, there's no perfect film, and it's like a like a, ver- a very, very, very rare thing to happen. Like, to consider Jaws a perfect film. And they consider some of the alien, the first alien movie, a perfect film, as, as an example, like it, that's very, very hard, especially in writing, especially considering that they pretty much have a schedule set to make this film. So I can understand there was a lot of pressure going on. And I feel like some of these writers were were high on caffeine thinking, <laughs> thinking about this stuff like uh, even Josh Whedon, who plays uh, Thanos, Josh Whedon, sorry, not Joss Whedon, uh, Josh Brolin, I apologize, who plays Thanos mentioned that the way how they were prepping this whole thing down they went to a secluded cabin in the woods a pretty big cabin and they had all the writers and some of the cast members who are going to be involved in their certain in the certain installations yeah and they were all just having a barbecue having a good time and it's like just talking about what um the these two movies would be not just the two movies themselves, like uh, the, all of the movies that they were planning on this from the beginning. And wait, wait. After Avengers, I mean, after Aveng, the first Avengers, then they started thinking, okay, we got some traction here. Let's we gotta think about this ahead of time. We gotta, we kind of have something here, and they prepped. And Josh Rowland uh, described it as as kids just playing and pretending. You know, it was like kids. Uh, Role playing, like with as their favorite heroes yeah, and ju- stuff like just, that.
0: Just shooting ideas and getting it as perfect as possible.
1: Yeah, um, i w- I want to pro- I want to bring up the Russo brothers, who also directed, uh, the Winter Soldier, the uh, Civil War film, as well as, uh, Infinity War. They improved on on, on certain aspects. They uh for Endgame, not just an- like yeah, in Endgame they pr- slowly progressed. They they the first like the the last two Captain America movies, they kinda had like some choppy editing in terms of combat. But then Infinity War and Endgame, it was still kinda choppy and still kinda shaky, but it was a lot clearer of what you can see and you can actually savor the moments when they start the the fights.
0: Yeah, some of the fight scenes were very satisfying to watch. It wasn't like it looked very real. I wasn't jarred or disoriented like mm-hmm. like in uh Winter Soldier. Like People have complained about how many cuts there are, and I've seen I've seen like behind the scenes footage of uh, like that street scene where a captain is fighting Bucky. Or, oh yeah, or, and, uh, and like I've seen behind the scenes as they're choreographing, and it, it looks great when there's not not that many cuts. Yeah, and having cut after cut after every punch is annoying, and I th- I feel like Endgame did a good job of uh, avoiding those kinds of fight scenes. Yeah. And the, or action scenes in general.
1: and Yeah, and that, yeah, of course. And their shots, in, in ter- like, this is the thing I also noticed, they really do a good job on putting insert shots at certain moments when, like, they put insert shots not making you feel like an idiot. Like, it makes it obvious, but also vague at the same time where you don't, it doesn't make you feel like, yeah, you see this right here? You see this? Okay, so we're clear, right? You see that. Okay. Okay. Now let's move on. And yeah, like watching it, there's no like weird shots. You're like, why did they put that in there?
0: And it's like it. It's like, how should I say it? It guides you. Yeah. But it's not handholdy. It's like, here is Endgame. Enjoy it. And it's not telling you like, look at this. This is important. Okay. Look over here. Look over here. It's,
1: it's, it's a good flow. Yeah. Um. One. The, the something I did notice from from this film, is that it had a certain shot, I forgot what it's called, I forgot the term, but um, the director who, in in Pixar, the director who, who has directed Ratatouille and uh, The Incredibles, it's the same guy, he also directed Iron Giant, and he does this all the time, where he does one, two, three shots, where it's the same exact camera, and he points it at one thing, and he points it at another thing, and he points it at another, and it could be back and forth, it could be one place to another, and... They kind of did that a few times in, in Endgame, which I really like because it's it doesn't cut the flow and it also makes you feel like you're there, you know, like it, it makes you, it doesn't uh cut it and, and, and kill the, the moment of that certain shot.
0: You're going to have to explain that to me in the other episode because I really- Yeah, I'm going to explain it more. I really want to ask you what scene you're talking about, but this is a spoiler free one, so. Yeah. Um. So we're almost out of time for this uh spoiler free one. We're we're gonna do the spoiler one next. But uh
1: closing thoughts before finishing this episode? Um go see end game. Enjoy it. Um if you are a Marvel fan, you will be satisfied of by by that by a long shot. And
0: if you're a Marvel fan that um you know you've only seen like maybe one Iron Man movie, maybe one of the Thor movies one of the cat, like one, uh, like you haven't seen them all, but you've seen like key ones, like one, like guardians, one stuff like that. Um, I definitely suggest watching all of them because end game, uh, how can I not spoil this? I just go watch them all. It'll be worth it for end game. Trust me.
1: Yeah. Like feel free to, the movie's going to be out for a good while. And considering how much money it's making in the box office, I'm pretty sure it's gonna stay there for for a good while, and then there's a, and then there's also the one dollar theaters. So take your time, no hurry. Well, I mean, by the time they're waiting for the one dollar theaters, it, it's like
0: really hard to avoid spoilers by then. But try to definitely try to see if not if you can't watch the full movies on time, at least try to get a rundown on what the other movies that you missed are. Yeah, there's some summaries on YouTube and get like uh key points on it. Yeah. There's got to be like um. Uh, things you need to know before Endgame videos out by now definitely watch those and so so you're caught up because if if anybody watching Endgame and they hadn't they haven't seen either Infinity War or literally any of the other Marvel films it's gonna be a very confusing movie going Mm -hmm. into Endgame not knowing anything
1: oh yeah especially the way how the plot progressed yeah so you're not it's like if you've never seen them you're not gonna get a single thing at all so Thank you, MCU, for doing what you did. Thank you, Chris Evans. Thank you, Robert Downey Jr. Thank you. Thank you, to Lord and Savior Kevin Feige. Thank you. And most of... No, that's not all i forget. Let's also thank Stan Lee. Fuck. Yeah, Stan Lee, wherever you are, may you rest in peace. Thank you so much for everything. I'm going to cry, man. For making us happy. And giving us our imagination I'm gonna cry
0: (laughs) Now we're gonna talk about spoilers in the next episode This has been The Coffee Spill Why do you end with that? Okay, fuck off